Hello, welcome to the Saturday community call. Hi, Carla. Sally. Hey, welcome, Sally. Okay, let me start the recording. Okay, start recording. Well, my two viewers have been slow today, so see how long it takes. <laughs> there we go, quick. So, welcome, hello to the Saturday Community Call. And so, um, I'm going to pray in and we can say, I'll say hello. Or does anybody else want to pray in? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <sighs> just so grateful. In my heart, connecting myself. So grateful. Thankful for this opportunity and for my computer, which is working now, back. So grateful. <laughs> so grateful for all the opportunities offered each day and maybe in this call to choose love, grow in awareness, and live life with joy. With joy. So glad for this time to connect with ourselves, with each other, and hold the space. Hold the space for us on the call and for anybody listening later and for all those who aren't even aware of the call. We're, we're, we can hold that space. We can hold that space by Letting go of judgments and welcoming love. Welcoming love for ourselves and each other in our heart. And in doing that, we share all that learning, all that growth, all that expansion, all that even we don't know that we're not aware of maybe in this moment that we may discover in this call, in this, in our experiences, and in this life. We share all that with everyone because we are one and we are learning that more and more every day. So grateful for that learning. Those challenges that don't seem like we're grateful for to begin with, but we learn to get more and more grateful as we learn what those experiences teach us. Grateful for all that and more. We don't know what's coming. <sighs> Maybe we're even a little afraid at times, but as we open our heart, as we open our heart to each other and to the experiences, we step forward into the future with more willingness, more love, more gratitude, more acceptance of what is happening. Thankful, thankful, grateful to each other. 
for helping us, holding us up to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Jennifer. Thank God. Thank self. Just thank you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Welcome. Amen. You go here. <laughs> Good morning. It's Leslie from Michigan. Sally from Richmond Hill. And Carla, I don't think I, I spoke my name, but we're here. So just three of us? So far. Okay, great. So Sally, how are you feeling? Well, tired and it's difficult doing things. And yesterday obviously was difficult to not do things. So my <laughs> daughter did an amazing job, but uh, I felt guilty not doing thing. So, I mean, I, I did what I could. I can do things with one hand. Yeah. And at least it's my left hand, so that's even more of a blessing. So I'm very grateful for this because it was what I was asking for, a sign that uh, I was overdoing things and I had to let some things go in my life. So this is my Mm. sign. (laughs) Mm. Wonderful. Yes. So have you explored why you feel guilty? Well, that's, I mean, I think guilt is a a, a common thing to feel for me. I This morning I was awake early and I was listening to uh, the, uh, uh, Regina and Jennifer on a call uh, from earlier in the year. And I love Regina's root cause inquiry methods, not that I'm any good at it, but... Uh, you know, I like the idea of it and this being aware of uh, guilt and shame and any emotion. And I think that that's something that's helped me recognize things. I mean, one thing happened, I guess, I don't know which day it was. I guess it was Thursday. I went to the hairdresser and I had the same hair, the person doing my hair as had done it the week before, who I wasn't overly excited about. But... And uh, so I'd asked him, you know, to to spray it after he'd used the curling iron to sort of make sure it stayed a bit longer because it's, you know, got to look good for a few days and so on. And uh, but he didn't do what I asked him, and you know, so there's frustration and uh, um, criticism, I would say, that uh, he doesn't didn't do what I wanted and so on. So. I have to, uh, so then I feel guilty about feeling, because I think that's where the guilt comes in, because we've been talking about, it, it, um, you know, if somebody's doing something that isn't really what you want, but if you send love to them rather than dwell on the negative side. So that's where I feel guilty, because I didn't do that, but I let myself go down this critical road and negative so that's something to look at indeed because I've Jennifer always been saying that awareness is curative I couldn't quite hear what you said I don't know whether it's just me 
I'm sorry, I said, like Jennifer, I says awareness is curative. What is curative? Awareness. Awareness. Right. Yes, well, that's right. I think that is, you know, after two years, <laughs> one thing that I may be acquiring, which is progress. Absolutely. And as I say, this talk with Regina, you know, talking about all the emotions, so when you feel guilty or resent or whatever, then it's, you know, I mean, she talks about being these things happening all day long, and you think to yourself, "Oh, I don't remember anything happening today." I, but uh, so that's. And I just look at it as a divine alarm clock going off. Yes, and I think that's what Jennifer said in this talk that I was listening to. That that's what she refers to it as. So I'm going to listen to the the talk again. I just love the two of them. It really, you know, was making sense. And mm-hmm. was that from a Tuesday call? It was from a call, uh, one of her, um, you know, radio classes. show talks. Sorry. I'm sorry. Was it from one of her radio shows? Not a radio show. No, it was okay. one of the ones when she does, you know, um, so many weeks, and she. One day, oh, okay. she, one day she has a guest. Right. Oh, so, uh, course miracles, yeah. Yes, I'm not sure how long it was. You know, it wasn't the most recent, like the playing small one. It was previous mm-hmm. to that, but it was after the retreat, so it was somewhere between there and the summer, uh, you know, middle yeah, of the year. Yeah. Those are so part. worth re-listening to. They really are all of those. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, I Carla think- was at the retreat with Jack. Uh, Regina and I just I listened to quite a few of the talks she gave at the retreat in Baja. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. amazing. You know her her yeah. description of what it was like to be awakened when she you know I don't know she thought she was I don't know she thought she was an apple. She said she was an apple and her daughter took a bite. Yeah, I listened on that when I went on that retreat. She said. Um, it really, because she only spoke for like twice, I think a total of like three, four hours. And so she said it'd be really helpful to go on a week retreat with her. And yes. that was like five so, days. And so I did. Oh, and, did you? Oh, yeah. It was great. Mm. Yes, I must look on the calendar and see what she's doing because that would be, I definitely think that. How do you find the NTI, Carla? Do you make sense of it? I haven't really, I haven't really um, um, listened to it much. I do have it, but I haven't gotten into it. She does speak a little bit on her, when she was on a retreat. I guess all her retreats are different. Um, But she does, she does do one once a year, I think. I know she may do more, but um, you know the long ones she does once a year um, in uh, Colorado Springs, and mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, no, I I I do more do um, listening to the teachings of Inner Ramana. I do them more than because uh, it's simpler. I mean, NTI is because on this talk she said that. For people starting, they needed to start with the NTI and then move on to the inner Ramana. But I had a I had a <laughs> copy of the NTI 
when the, the um, Chicago Course in Miracles conference, she gave out um, just it, it was just part of the NTI. She'd made sort of um, small booklets mm-hmm. of hundred pages, and I so I took that and I tried reading it, but I can't say that it. I, I think I must have given it away because I didn't find it very readable. What is NTI? What's New Testament for? interpretation. Oh, the that's right. That's interpretation right. Interpretation of the New Testament that she was, you know, channeled. Right. Right. I remember that now. And I thought to myself, well, you know, I I'm familiar with the New Testament, you know, and so I thought that, but somehow it, it didn't make a lot of sense. Well, you know, it was di- it's like reading Shakespeare mm-hmm. or, or the Cross of Miracles. Yeah. Challenging. It was interesting. <clears throat> Even like some of the some of the stuff that Jennifer even suggested, the one book, I can't remember about the person <clears throat> who died and her experience after this. I, oh right. I really I started reading it, but when Jennifer spoke about what the meaning, I'm like, I really got a a much clearer um, <clears throat> vision of it. I understood it much better. <clears throat> oh, goodness, I need to drink something, but um. And that's so she did speak of that during NTI during her and did the same thing. But I like the teachings of Inner Ramon. It's short. It's small. That's it's, right. Well, that's what she uh, said. People choose it because it's small. So then, it, you know, I guess you have to be ready for it. That's the thing. And if you're ready, who knows? Um. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I was ready or not. Well, you obviously were ready but, when you. You know, because I guess so. Yeah. Sally, I, I I just have another question for you as far as asking people to help you out. Do you mm-hmm. think it stems from? Do you think that you're you're being judged? Do you feel like people are judging you, or is it because you're judging yourself? Well, that, I that feel thing, guilty if that I don't thing, do what I can. I feel guilty that that other people have to do. All the work. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm in somebody else's house, I can sit and let other people do things. Mm-hmm. I still feel a little guilty because they're doing like we go tomorrow to my daughter's partner's family, and they do an amazing meal, and there's quite a number of other adults there, and they, you know, do everything, and I just sit back. So I, I do feel mildly guilty about that, but I don't see, you know, if I offer to help, it's not accepted. You know, they say no, no. Mm-hmm. It's a, so I feel. Is it possible to get it as a form of love that they're just extending mm-hmm. their love to you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that uh, you know, not not helping other people, not doing your pulling your weight in a, any circumstances. I feel. And when I get, do the Toastmaster thing, you know, I do all the clearing up, I put everything away, and, you know, I would, I just sort of take that role. This coffee morning oh. that I was running that I've now had to, have to give up. You know, I, I feel I've got to help. If there's nobody there to do it, then I've got to do it myself, and this is what I'm well, trying to go off. I want to share an experience that I had uh, last year that I was painting my house and many several times because I can't move the ladder. 
You know, I could slide it left and right, but I can't move from one side of the house to the other. And there were probably several times when there was nobody around. My neighbors weren't around. I couldn't, there's nobody to ask to do that. And so, I mean, one day I, I, I was going to go ask a neighbor who just never came by and I was going to go back and, that, and then something told me not to. So I sat on the steps. <clears throat> And some guy came walking down the street, someone I'd never seen before, ever. <laughs> and I asked him to move the ladder. I said, you know, if, if, you know, I don't want you to cause if you, you know, any injury or anything, but if you can safely move it, if you feel willing to do that, I would be so grateful. And I, I did that several times. And what came to me was this was helping me. And helping them, because look, they have something to speak. Like, oh, I, I, I helped some lady, because so I was helping them by helping me, you know. Exactly. And I was growing my ability to receive, because Jennifer has spoken about that a lot, because she lives on tithing, you know. So she has to have the ability to receive. And even even when you interact with people, you have to have that ability to, you know, receive and listen to them. And so maybe this is all teaching, a teaching for you. You ask for something, this is it. You notice something. Maybe there's more to notice. And, I, I mean, really, who among us doesn't like to help, to be helpful? You know, yes. I mean, if I, if I had a especially somebody I love, you know, Sally, if you were my aunt or, you know, and I saw that you had a broken arm, I would I would just be all over wanting to help you, <laughs> you know, because I know I'm a two and, and that's sort of my thing, but I think most people mm-hmm. like to help. You know, I mean, Scott, my husband, he's 6'3", and at a grocery store sometimes a little old lady will be trying to reach a cereal up high, and he'll just smile and, and say, would you like me to reach it for you? Oh, would you please? But you, he just hands it to her, and it's just... It's a lovely interaction, you know. Yes. And I, I just, I just want to say, Sally, that you are worth it. Mm-hmm. You are worth it. Well, that's right. But I mean, yesterday, I, one of the the issues was the fact that my daughter was doing the cooking in not, but not in her own house. Mm. Not that that was, and when when I do the cooking for Christmas and it comes time to the the food is nearly ready and I start getting panicky and then I have these other people that can help me and you know mm. whereas she, she was very calm and she did a good job mm. I just wow. I, all the her Christmas was being spoiled instead of being relaxing she was having to do the work but uh, I shouldn't feel guilty I know no you, 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 it's, you shouldn't <laughs> That's an interesting word. <laughs> um, True. But I have to examine um, it from Regina's uh, perspective. You can watch of opportunities. Yeah. And I, if it's okay with you guys, I would just really like to read this thing I got in my email today. It's called The Power of Unconditional Love. Mm-hmm. And here it is. Hold, can you hold As, on? If you need. I'm sorry, Sally, what? I just wanted to, I just got my iPod. I can put it to record and then I can listen to it again. Okay, you can talk oh, okay. now. <laughs> as much as I may try to seek the deepest love from another, 
the everlasting love I seek, I find in the divine. The longing of my heart desires a closeness only known through the source of all love. While some may love, while some love may be for a season, God's love is for all seasons. While some may love for a reason, God needs no reason. I may think I need someone to love me to feel love, but truly it is my own love and not the others that I feel. So let me love God so completely that I may know such a fullness of love that I now feel love with every cell of my being and expect nothing more from another person because I am so full of the love of God that I can let go of the constant seeking and be at peace in my heart, knowing love is whole and complete in me, as me, and through me now. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. That's, That's awesome. Mm. You know, I, 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 broke my, I broke my right wrist when I was on orders in Great Lakes, and I had to have, I couldn't put, I'm right-handed, I couldn't put on my my underwear for a couple days, I mean, I couldn't put on my socks, I couldn't put on my bra, I couldn't do much of anything, so people who I didn't even know, because I was an E6, I did get help, I mean, I probably would have gotten it anyhow, but... Um, so they would say, I have to go ask for people to help me, and they'd come up, and they'd help me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I got so much easier at letting people help me because of that experience. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I bet you're so much more, it really helps you be grateful once it was healed, too. Oh. <laughs> right? Man, <laughs> you yeah, much better. I mean, it's amazing because I broke both legs in 2009 and one arm in 2011, right? And when I broke two legs, I had my faculties about me. When I broke one arm, all I could do was scream. I just laid there on the ground and screamed until someone Mm -hmm. came. So I'm so grateful. I mean, so glad (laughs) for that experience and for it to be over. (laughs) Yes. Sounds awful. It was awfully great. (laughs) Well, that's right. Looking back, it was. It was greatly awful, awfully great. It was both. It was all of it. I just want to say, I just, this has been such an interesting year for me, and I'm just, I'm so grateful for Master Living and. I'm just grateful that I am so much more aware of the power of my words and the power of my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. And I, I, I looked back at my contract. Not that I had to look back at it. Um, I haven't read it in a while, the beginning of the year. I definitely read it every day. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, all these things are true now. And it's just mm-hmm. so amazing. So amazing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't feel like I've just changed feel like like I've truly changed, you know, like it's an everlasting change. Like I don't you know how Jennifer talks about the tipping point when you're at fifty fifty one percent then it becomes easier mm-hmm. to be loving and 
and not be so judgmental and easier to forgive. And I, I don't feel like I'm at 51% yet, but I feel like I'm at about, about I want to say 45%. I mean, I feel like I'm getting so close, and I'm just so grateful. It's just, wow, it's like life is amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy to be alive. And it's just one of my big things on my contract was to feel grateful for everyone, everything. And I just, I feel like I live in a state of gratitude right now. And I'm just grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful for my gratitude. How did the uh, Christmas dinner with your husband's family that you've always had mm-hmm. challenges with? Right. Did it go this time? Was it easy, a little bit it, easier? It was. And my my prayer partner I have right now, prayer partners have been so interesting because each one of you have helped and taught me something new and different. And um, it's just been great. And my prayer partner right now, she taught me this little, it's a really quick, easy um violet flame prayer and so every time I started to worry or get into negativity I would just stop and say that violet flame prayer and it, it did it helped so much and I felt like we did all we had a good time and I was far less judgmental than I have been in the past and you know Dana Sally he's the one that did all that cursing that I was so offended about and then his wife with oh, cancer she, well, that's it, right. end up, yeah she did end up dying and um just Dana came in to get his coat, and I just hugged him, and I just said, I'm so sorry that Linda's not here to celebrate Christmas with us. Yeah. Um, and, and he hugged me, and I said, it's okay to be sad. And he just said, I am sad. I'm really sad. He's like, but it's going to be okay. And I just hugged him. I said, yeah. I said, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That was just a, a neat moment that we had together. Good. It's really, it was just because again, I just I just put the judgment away. You know, I don't know what anything is for. No. What was the violet praying same prayer? I'm interested. Um, it was. Well, I know it by heart now. So it trans. And so this is any. Claire just said to me, whenever you're feeling negativity about something mm-hmm. or worry or anxiety, this is a great thing to say. And I, I think she said it was one. It, it isn't Patricia Cotarobo's one of her books, but I don't know which one. And we said it last time, and I, I made her say it slow so I could write it down, but it's um, transmute, transmute by the violent, violet fire, uh, causes and cores not of God's desire. Yeah. I am a being of cause alone that causes love, the sacred tone. Yes, that's one I'm familiar with. Oh. Yes. I, I, I probably have heard it before, but it just came, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And now I just find myself saying that so, not really, I was going to say so many times throughout the day, but when I do, when my mind slips into worrying about something or someone, or then I just say that. It's like, because from what I understand is as soon as that negative thought slips back in, you need to invoke the violet flame again. It's not like it's just one and done. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm grateful for that divine alarm clock. Yeah, I see there's a lot and, of people join the call. Does oh, anybody good. else want to speak up? Say hello. 
I'm I'm sort of here. I'm trying to fix Rudy's glasses, so I'm listening. Sorry, I'm not participating at the moment. Okay. All right. Hi, Linda. Hi, guys. And thank you all for the prayers and the love and support. Um, As I told my uh, cousin when they came on Christmas Eve, I really kind of had been oscillating for these last few weeks between I love Christmas and screw Christmas. And mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that I love Christmas one out. <laughs> and, um, you know, there were definitely sad moments, but um, there were lots of uh, blessings and laughter and joy. And um, we got to spend a little bit of time with um, my friend Audrey and her one son and her husband, Steve. Um, who's in the last stages of his um, cancer, probably before they're going to be calling hospice in soon. And, um, yeah, it was just it was just a day filled with love and gratitude. Mm. Thanks to all of you for the for holding that space for us. Mm-hmm. Thanks for asking. So that's how we ask for help, Sally. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Uh, when you guys were talking about that, I was thinking about um, Mary and Martha in the Bible, how um, when Jesus came to Mary and Martha's house, how Mary was like, just sitting at his feet listening to his every word and Martha's running around getting the food ready and stuff mm-hmm. and she's getting more and more angry and agitated because Mary's not helping. That's me. I yeah. All yeah, now is me too. Yeah. Won't let yeah. it go. Yeah, I I was uh, uh definitely more associated with Martha than I am today, but um right. I'm still always grateful for that story. Um yeah consciously in my head when things get a little hectic. Mm-hmm. That's a great reminder. Thank you for that, Linda. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I remember when when I would, especially this is definitely before Mass for a Living, but I would just be kind of just that whole, I think everybody knows I have a problem with something being unfair. I was just like, how is that fair? You know, I'm sure that Martha wants to sit and listen, too, but she can't because there's so much to do. If You know, right. and I would just be totally, I could totally relate with Martha, and I feel like now I would hope I could relate more with Mary and just let it go and trust God and have faith that everything is as it should be in. Mm-hmm. Just to sit in that <laughs> Now love. I see that when I'm, when I'm in Martha mode, mm-hmm. how... When I'm in Mary mode, I'm more going with the flow and, you know, maybe we don't have dinner at exactly the time I originally planned. But when it comes time, there's more people in the kitchen helping do things and we're all doing it together. So we're still having a conversation and, you know, we're still getting to be with each other and commune Mm -hmm. with each other. So, yeah. 
Martha is the control freak in me, and right. Mary is the one that's more willing to be a child sitting at Christ's feet. Yeah, right, the Martha thing is that, okay, so you could stop being the Martha and move on to being married, but then somebody else has to do it. And then I would feel guilty because somebody else has taken over that role that I have vacated. Not necessarily because, you know, maybe everybody would go, you know what, I think we're getting kind of hungry. Let's all get up and go help prepare the meal together. Right. Trust, like you say. Yes. Trust. Yeah. It's a lesson I have to learn over and over and over and over. Yeah. Amen. I I just want to thank you too, Linda. When when on Facebook, when what's the one something about what's the one word that described you or something, and it was something about me. It was. Um, oh, I can't remember exactly now, but it was like you're someone that really um, is enthusiastic and loves to have fun. And I mean, I, and you said, oh gosh, that fits you perfectly, Leslie. And I have never seen myself as somebody that was all about fun. You know, I was always a serious, more intense type. And like I said earlier on the call, that was one thing I put in my contract was that I wanted to mm. be overflowing with joy and love and I feel like I am I I I feel like that is still my intention to live that way every day and filled with gratitude and for you to say that 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 fit me perfectly I was like wow does it you know it just I'm like my ego wants to say well she doesn't know me very well at all you know Mm. and then I was like well wait a minute (laughs) I I I am able to have more fun and pleasure and joy in my life now. Yeah, it just feels like you just have that childlike enthusiasm <laughs> in your life now. Like you're yeah. you're so excited to get up and go to this new job. I am in love with all these people and yeah. I mean, I I know I recall listening to you and what a difficult uh challenging journey it was for you but oh but you're a completely different person than you were when we all started two years ago amen linda amen i mean i just feel like i have like a thousand pounds of weight off my shoulders you know i mean it's just i didn't realize how it's you know when you're just doing something for so long and and you just can't imagine not doing it. You feel trapped by those golden handcuffs, you know, and then when you finally get out of it and you feel so free and you just, if there was, I just feel like there's been so much trust and faith. And again, thank you all for all your prayers because I'm sure I couldn't have done it without you all. And mm. it's like to, to get through it. And I, I just, I just feel so happy. I do. I just, and, and I keep hearing Chris's little voice say, Good follows good because I do have a tendency. It's like, oh my gosh, everything's going so well right now. It makes me a little, but it's like, no, I'm not going to be nervous about that. Good follows good. I, it's fine. I, I, I was going to say I deserve this, but I don't know if I like that word deserve, but I'm just, 
I just feel like God, my faith and trust is so strong right now, so much. I mean, Abby, you know, my, my niece that had the baby, I mean, you know, the baby's 10 months old now, and they just bought a house, and she's totally stressed out, and there's a lot of things I could worry about, and, and I just don't. I just say, you know what, thank you, God, for teaching Abby the lessons that she needs to learn in a gentle way, <laughs> again, as Chris likes to say. And mm-hmm. and then I, I invoke the violet flame, you know. It's just like I would love to help her in the physical world, which I can't do right now. So I'm just helping her in the invisible world, and that's so much more powerful anyway. So then I can let it go. And I just feel like all these things that we've learned for the past two years is not just lip service for me. It's like, wow, I, I am... I'm walking the talk here, and I'm so glad I am. And I kind of feel a little sad, like, is this goodbye? Because I I don't know if I'm going to – I don't know. I just don't know what's going to happen for next year yet. I've tried to download that talk when Jennifer kind of explained this, and I can't find it. I think it was on December 15th, and, and I just – I it's not in my podcast. I have, like, everything else, so – Oh, I don't know. It was. Did you have it failing? Well, I was trying to. I'm wondering whether if I look. I don't know. Well, the. I didn't download. It didn't download to my podcast on my phone. I only got 15 seconds of it, and then disappeared. Okay. But um, but if you go online on the computer, it's all there. Oh, okay. Under you mean under Jennifer under the class. Well, sorry, yeah, I was trying to get the transcripts and everything. But it was a Tuesday. Well, it wasn't this Tuesday. It must have been last Tuesday. Yeah, it was last Tuesday. It was the 15th. Yeah, it was the 15th. Anyway. Yeah, the 15th didn't download my podcast but on my phone, but it's on the computer. <clears throat> okay. Thank you, Carla. Have you uh, had your one-on-one with Jennifer yet? I have not. I was supposed to have it on the 30th, and I just got an email that said, oops, I double booked and I need to reschedule. Mm-hmm. So, um, have you? Yeah, I just did, but, you know, you can uh, ask her then, too, you know, yeah. any questions you have about what's going on next year. Sure. I, I was just looking at the calendar, but I didn't take this phone with me, and I, I'm i sure it was the 15th. Mm-hmm. And I had arranged to have my call on the 22nd, and then on the 22nd, there was a funeral, so I cancelled it and moved it on to the 31st. And then when I was home from the funeral, and then I had a rest, and then suddenly I found there was a message from Jennifer, you know, that she was trying to contact me because, Uh-oh. and I do, did get the email that said that I had cancelled it, but obviously it hadn't uh, cancelled on her end, and so she was still expecting to talk to me. So that was, so I just said, well, you know, I just come back from a funeral and I arranged to talk. I, you know, because of my arm and everything, I wanted to wait until the end of the month so I could collect my wits. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's the date that that uh, information was. It's right mm-hmm. at the end of the call. Yeah. It starts off with um, the uh, I Am Presence book, the... Mm-hmm. No, the impersonal eye. She read a, a right. Yeah, I listened for the first hour, and yeah, yeah, I listened for the first hour, and then I had to go night night. <laughs> yes. So, so that's but the thanks. Call is on. Okay. 
but I'm sure it, I know it's on it's on my podcast list. Okay. Is that the class that she did your 2016 Your Path to Healing and Spiritual Expansion you're talking about, or is it one of our Masterful Living Two? No, it was a Masterful Living Two on the Tuesday, the 15th. Oh, okay. Because that was the thing about that was that right at the very end, she says about the fact that she has this questionnaire, and then when you get to the end, there's a link to her one-on-one calls. Well, I didn't I, – I did the questionnaire, but I did not get to this link because I guess I didn't see it at the bottom. And, uh, you know, so then when I heard her say that, I went back to the questionnaire, scrolled all the way through the questions without actually doing anything, until I got to the very end, and there was the link. So you could almost miss it. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't quite understand. She talked about. She actually wrote on the, the what the, what was she talked about? And she said she talked about teacher training and practitioner training and spiritual counselor training and ascension pathway. And I'm like, oh, that's a lot of stuff. I don't know how that's going to work, but you know, I'm just waiting to see. I, I think she didn't have any. She didn't have a class or a, a, um, a sacred circle this week. So um, I think she's probably in deep um, connection with spirit and getting information. Well, that's right, because she maybe can't do all the different things that she was suggesting. She's just putting it out there to see what, you know, the interest is. Yeah, I, I spoke with her on Wednesday. She really still didn't know how it was all going to work out. So <laughs> I think just she's kind of just seeing, calling for information to see what people are interested in and then see what uh, mm-hmm. spirit can come up with to help us all out the best way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I just, before we get to the end of the call, I just want to say, I mean, um, I'm still, there's, there's still one more um, community call on Wednesday. And, um, <laughs> I mean, it was an interesting experience on Wednesday. Um, last Wednesday, nobody showed up. I guess Linda came on after I ended it. So I just prayed for, like, uh, 15, 20 minutes and then went because, uh, you know, I don't know how to be a community into myself or something. I don't know. So, um, I'm going to be there Wednesday if anybody is available. I'm just putting it out there. And if nobody does, that's fine too. I mean, it was all, it's all an interesting experience to see how I react. Mm-hmm. What so, time is it at eight now rather than nine? What time is it? I don't, Eastern, or whatever Eastern? time zone. What it's time a, is it for you, Carla? Well, it's at 4.30 Pacific, so 4, okay, 5, so, 6, so that would be 6, 5, 6. So 7.30 Eastern. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Wednesday, because normally on a Wednesday I have Toastmasters, so I never can get to that. But last Wednesday I thought to myself, oh, I was, uh, you know, available last Wednesday. I could have, uh, but I wasn't sure what time it was, and I hadn't sort of got it in my 
you know, realm of things to do, like Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do anything about it. Sorry. And that's, it's all good. I mean. Yes. <laughs> it's so interesting how I used to say, oh, it's all good. But it yeah. is. It's all good. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, I'll put it on my calendar for this week. Like you say, it's the last one of the year, so uh, mm-hmm. now's our chance. You know, because unless Jennifer makes something, you know, new to do, I don't want to just do year three, what we're doing now, so I won't be signing on, so we won't be connected in January, you know, if one doesn't uh, mm-hmm. sign on to something. What would you like to do? Well, I'm interested in the uh, Violet Flame things. The Ascension Pathway? Is that part of the Ascension Pathway? Well, that might be what she's talking about, yes, but... Uh, masters? Working yes, the Ascended Masters, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Violet Flame and so on. <laughs> It's funny because I resisted the violet flame just about all year long and until I talked <laughs> to Claire and we went to that brief, what I told you guys, that little short prayer. And now I'm like all into it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny how when you prove it to yourself that it works, then mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I did do a new thing this week. I haven't implemented it yet but i've been going through the sacred flame book and i because in each flame they have practices to do that besides the prayers right they say do this like you know focus the illumination flame on your crown chakra to light up the thousand um things Mm -hmm. i don't remember what they're called and so i'm actually going to create cards for each one that's in each, because there's several, several in each one, and you can, they just tell you stuff, they just make suggestions, and I made them into, like, practices, and so I'm going to put them on cards, and I'm going to put them on a ring, and so they'll be, like, several for every, every, every one, every flame. So I'm really that's excited about idea. that. Yeah. Yeah, so that sounds wonderful. Yeah, I'm... right now I have right Sorry. now I'll just speak so right now I have right now I have a, a, every night she suggests ask to go to the 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 um the etheric temple. And so yes. I have a little prayer for each one. Every night I ask to go to the etheric temple for each one. Like Hilarion is on Wednesday and Matt and Miss uh Lady Nada is on Thursday and Serapis Bay is on Friday. So I I think I'm getting them done. <laughs> so so if anybody's interested I have I have to make four at a time, so. I, I, what I did was when I first, you know, got the seven sacred flames, I read onto, you know, voicemail, um, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the meditations, 
And so I think yeah. since about last October, every night I listen to one for the day. Oh. As I go, to, you know, when I go to bed, I, I've, I've listened to something for the about last 20 years at night when I go to bed, and now that's what I'm listening to. So I listen to Great. each night. See, you record them on your MP3? Like well, no, I, my iPod is like an iPhone, but it it has a voice memo, so mm-hmm. I can record things like a voice recorder. Yeah, I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> no, well, this is it. It's, oh, it's, because when I listen to a talk on the radio or, you know, on the, a call or something, I instead of having to get it on an MP3, I can just record it straight as they say it. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that they talk about in the Seven Sacred Flames is, is well, there's something called uh, the... the what is it? There's tunes there's, there's, uh, that go with each uh, ray, and the, the uh, I'm trying to think what the word is, but anyway, the the interesting thing about that was that when I went on there, the um, Dwal Cool, who's the second ray master, his mm-hmm. his music was air, you know Bach's air on a G string, and I have struggled to play that on the piano for about 40 years so it's my signature tune my kids whenever they hear it they think of me because that's the thing I've always tried to play and so when I found out that I thought well there's my my ascended master is Dwell Cool <laughs> that's neat yes so no, it's, it's interesting because they talk about the fact that you know that all these um musicians that wrote this amazing music in you know sort of 16th 17 18th century were uh, that they acquired this skill you know these skills from the ascended masters they you know instead of channeling they downloaded music to them and so all this beautiful mm-hmm. music was written nice So we have 10 minutes or so left. Um, does anybody have anything? Uh, can I give you my guys? email address, Carla, and you can write to me about what you're doing? Uh, sure. Um, let me get a pen. And <laughs> Anybody else stuff? have to write it down? I mean, I feel is that... You know, I mean, like Leslie, I'm a, a Facebook friends with her, and there's, you know, one or two other people, and one could, um, you know, ask people to be Facebook friends, but then you won't be connecting with them when they're talking about uh, masterful living things because it will just be mm-hmm. their regular Facebook mm-hmm. messages. Sometimes what I do daily with Linda is I'll private message her. Like yes, I private message her prayers on, on a prayer kind of a prayer of encouragement just on Christmas and that's one one way you can do it but yeah email email is definitely need, more private uh, yes that's right because uh, that that's that's an idea anyway I don't know I, I must admit I must admit hold on I must admit that someone private messaged me and I didn't see it for like three months <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I wouldn't want that to happen. You want to give me your email? Okay, so it's Sally hyphen mm-hmm. Y. How do you spell that? So S A L L Y hyphen. Uh-huh. That's not underscore oh, hyphen. That's hyphen. And then White W H I T E. Mm-hmm. At Rogers R O G E R S dot com. At Rogers dot com. Uh, com. Okay, if some if some if Rogers S there's an S in there, right? Well, Rogers so, uh, is R O G for George, E R S for Sally. Oh, R O G. R O G. R S. Roger. Okay. Well, and just let me just give you mine, just in case. So I have a new one. It's my last name, my first name. It's M A H L E, Carla C A R L A at Yahoo. Dot com or dot C? No, I guess dot com. <laughs> yeah, dot com. CA. I don't know whether you don't maybe have anything else besides the com. Here in Canada, you can have Yahoo dot CA, which is Canadian oh. version. Yeah. People from some there's, people there's... have that. People have the dot com. There's all sorts of things, but yeah, dot com. Yes, so that, that's okay. Yeah. Okay, I will send you an email. Yes, because I'm interested in, you know, your interest in the violet. You know the ascended masters and the rays. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I read every day. Every day, I yeah. write and read every day. Okay. Anything else? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to um, put out there um, prayers to Jennifer as she puts together these. Um, new classes that mm. she'll be and that she gets clear guidance and um, assistance mm. from the invisible because in my mind I can't even imagine the amount of work <laughs> that it has to uh, entail. So I'm I'm putting it out there that it's uh, done with ease and grace and wonderful mm-hmm. from the invisible. Mm-hmm. Because I mean she's starting a new masterful living group so. You know, sure, she has that. I don't know how she does it all. And I don't know whether she's gone back, to, whether she's going back to Hawaii. I mean, I imagine she went to New Jersey for Christmas. I don't know. I don't think so. Because uh, Wednesday I was talking to her, she was still in Kauai. Oh, she was? So. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. here and there. Listen, I wanted to say prayers for Peter Ross, who had that operation. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. It, I mean, it was you know he had it postponed a week and then it, but it finally you know I think he posted something after he had the surgery. Yeah, I think it went real well and he's really quite mm-hmm. uh, elated, <laughs> which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody else, Nancy Q and Nancy in California and daughter Erin and I've got a long list of people on my prayer list you know mm-hmm. one time or another from the Masterful Living group yeah prayers for all of our Masterful Living community that 
art mm-hmm. on this block all shame on you, but no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and love and uh, amazing, beautiful well wishes into the coming year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we hope that we connect, continue to connect somehow, somewhere. Yes. We're never disconnected. We're ne- yeah, we're never. Never. Yep. So, um, um, I have something I want to read, but I can read it last. And um, if anybody wants to play out, maybe we can do a round robin or whatever. I mean, it's it's our next to last time, so we can we can do whatever we want, (laughs) really. I like the idea of the round robin, and then you you can finish up with what you're gonna say. Okay. Is that okay? Right. Yeah, sure. All right. And and I'll start since I have a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm placing my hand on my heart. So incredibly filled. Mm. So overflowing with love and gratitude for this community and these calls and all of the connection and the learning and the growth and the experiences Mm -hmm. that we've had in these last two years. So incredibly grateful for these friendships that we've um, nourished and all of the ways in which we have been honored to help and share each other and allowed to ask for and receive help and support from others. Incredibly grateful for Jennifer and the support of all of her staff in the Power of Love Ministries for giving us this safe and sacred space and these opportunities to get to know each other and to learn and to grow and Grateful for the excitement of what's going to happen next year, even though we don't know what it is, we can still go into it with that childlike excitement. So grateful for this life and health and abundance being shown everywhere we look. And I pass this prayer on. I'm going to read a prayer from this Summit Lighthouse book of prayers. And it's this one is Ascension. I am Ascension Light, victory flowing free, all of good, one at last, for all eternity. I am light, all weights are gone, into the air I raise, to all I pour with full God power my wondrous song of praise. All hail, I am the living Christ, the ever-loving one, ascended now with full God power, I am a blazing sun. And I share this with everyone.
grateful, grateful, grateful to be part of this wonderful community, all those that have gone before us and all those that will come after us. Thank you for all the teachings Jennifer has given us, and thank you that we continue to learn each and every day. Thank you for the reminders that we are love, that love is always the answer to any perceived problem we have. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. We are that Christ light. Thank you for that divine spark. Thank you that we are all one. Amen. Amen. So I'm just going to read also uh, something that came through me. So looking back over my life, I saw a sweetness to beginnings and a sadness to endings. I asked myself, is that true? Well, it is how I experienced it then, but now I know I get to choose. And this is what I choose to see and experience. I see now there are no endings. There is just a change, a shift, a transition. It may not interact in the same way. It may not, there may be the limits of the physical form, but the energy that you all are and have extended in this connection is forever with me and is part of my being in perpetual togetherness, oneness. Thank you all so much. I'm so grateful for all you all. Jennifer, all the masters who have paved their way, who have tread the path before us to make it easier for us to to move through the path, our growth. So grateful that for each lesson offered each day, Sometimes we see them and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we see later the lessons and not in the moment. So grateful for every single one. Even the challenges. Because when we move through them, there's such a sweet gift at the end. Sweet gift. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you, self. Thank you, everyone. So grateful. So grateful. So grateful that I get to go there to that place of gratitude. So sweet. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you, everybody. I love you so much.
Mm-hmm. Love you all. Love you all, yes. So Have a bye. happy new year, everyone. Carla, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Carla. Bye. Mm-hmm. No problem. All right, goodbye.